This is the Front Page Podcast from the Red and Black. I am your co-host and podcast editor, Jim Bass. And I am your co-host and assistant podcast editor, Maya Gottschall. In this episode, Jim and I sit down with Liz Reimerev to discuss her studying habits and how they manage during the busy times of the year. With midterms on the rise, we also ask for their advice on how to go about studying for different exams, essays, projects, and how they keep calm and collected when studying for multiple classes. Support for this podcast is provided by the Cox Institute for Journalism, Innovation, Management, and Leadership. For more information, visit grady.uga.edu slash coxinstitute. It's the night before a big exam, and you've been staring hard at your computer screen for hours, looking at miscellaneous PowerPoints, notes, and Google searches, but things don't feel like they're clicking. Your eyes are getting heavy, and you're entering panic mode as you scramble to cram as much content as possible before the big exam in the morning. This is a feeling students know all too well, and sometimes it isn't even avoidable. But learning the best way for you to go about studying could make the process so much less stressful and could be the key moment that helps you succeed academically in the long run and retain information that you're studying for. Today, we are sitting down with Liz Reimerev, Senior Guys Editor here at the Red and Black, to discuss some ways to avoid these stressful study habits and how she goes about studying for a big exam. First off, welcome to the show, Liz. Thank you for having me. It's so great to be here. Yes. Well, I guess first off, um, talking about these study habits, I want to get a good idea on your study habits, so I want to give you a hypothetical. So let's say you have um, like a, an exam in one week, like a midterm, and you regularly take notes in this class, but the exam is in person with closed notes. How are you going about the next week before the exam, and what is your usual routine for studying for something like that? So typically... My studying kind of begins before the exam is kind of announced and stuff. So you want to start kind of like taking your notes with the exam in mind. That's kind of how I go about it at first. So when I do go in and start preparing for the exam, I kind of already have like an outline of everything from the class. So I do all my notes in an outline format and I'll have headers and everything. And off to the side, I'll do like little notes and stuff that the teacher mentions or kind of little just additives in there. And so maybe four to three days before the exam, I'll kind of go in, look at my outline, make sure I have everything, all the contents lined out, anything extra that is thrown in is also just kind of put in there. And then two days to one day before the exam, I'll go in and just kind of start rewriting my outline, making sure I get, get it down with like memorization and stuff. And then I'll read it back to me just over and over again because I feel like repeating the info is so helpful for me and then either the morning of or right before I'll kind of just like go through in my head the outline and I can kind of like visualize it I feel like so it's also pretty helpful so it starts with in class and like four to three days out yeah absolutely and I've had the privilege of having you in classes before with with alongside of me Um, we are in the same cohort after all but like seeing you study do you do you reach out to teachers as well and like ask them questions because I feel like sometimes people do that as well to start start their studying and see what's on the exam have you ever done that before as well I have so I'm taking Russian and I'm minoring in it and it's really hard to kind of know exactly what the test is going to be on because it's just kind of like going on to like the next level of like the different cases which is kind of like grammatical and it's so very tedious, all of the grammar things that we learn. So I kind of go up to the teacher and I probably email her a couple days before and I ask exactly what the outline is. Sometimes she'll post a study guide, which is really helpful. 
And I kind of base it off of that and then I'll go in and do some practice problems and then I'll ask for feedback on that. For exams that are more structured, I'll do that. But for assignments and like my our photojournalism class, I'll probably go and do the assignment days in advance and then go to the professor and ask them for feedback on the project and stuff, which is always super helpful. Highly recommend. Absolutely. Oh, how consistent would you say you are about this point, like this study habit that you that you have? Like, do you do it for every exam or is it just some or do you feel like you lack uh, in others? I just want to know your, how consistent you are about it. So consistency, I would say, is probably my greatest weakness with studying and I'm working on it. And consistency is hard because I have so many other things going on that sometimes I'll forget that the exam is in like three or four days and then it'll be the day before the test and I'm freaking out. But I will kind of take my routine and just kind of compress it to fit that day before style. (laughs) So I will go over my outline and then I will write another outline and then I'll just kind of go through and try to memorize it. It's very chaotic, honestly, whenever it does happen that it's like two days or one day before the exam and I have no time but to just go through it all in one day but I will try to prepare at least a week in advance for my bigger exams like finals and stuff I will make like an effort to make sure that at least like four to three days out I like start preparing for it so consistency is really hard especially with balancing so many like other classes and schedules and the red and black and stuff yeah for sure and I do know you have a lot of other things going on so um, that also brings us back and brings us to managing schedules and stuff like that, which we had talked about with um, Carson, who is the opinion editor here at the Red and Black. But I want to know if your approach that sounds pretty outlined and complex and it sounds like it's really well structured. I'm wondering if it changes for any like online exams and also like open note exams, because I know that's a thing that happens a lot in, in school as well. Does, it, does the approach change or are you about the same? Yeah, so for online classes as a whole, I will kind of do the same thing, Um, just like adjust it for adding more content to my outline and just my materials in general. I'll like go through it fully and just holistically look at it from like a huge perspective, like big picture, and I'll just try to write down all like the bigger themes and like stuff like that. And then for um, open note exams that are online, I will take that outline that I did while going through all the material for the class and I will highlight everything that I think will be on the exam and just have it ready to go and I think that preparation is the most important thing you can do for online assignments because I feel like it's so up in the air you don't really get the privilege of being right there with a professor and with having classmates there with you so it's kind of hard to realize what's going to be on this exam so it's like very it's like not materialize it's not physical so you don't know what's going to be on it so kind of preparing highlighting what you can that you think will be on the exam and taking notes off to the side of like what kind of questions will stem from this exact point or this um, content or something so just kind of like thinking of all the possible ways that the content could be asked yeah I mean absolutely and I don't know you you seem to be a great note taker um, overall um, and I was kind of going to ask more c- towards about your notes and like how you go about them, but you kind of already explained that. So you like explain you, you do take a lot of notes, like physical notes. Do you p- compile them all into things, um, that are helpful, like quizlets 
I know people love Quizlets. Are you a flashcards person? Or how do you get those notes into your brain? Do you just read them over and over again? Do you write them somewhere? Do you put them in a Quizlet? How do you do that? So I invested in an iPad when I got into college. Um, <laughs> I used like all my savings for it because I knew that the way that I memorize and remember things is if I just write it over and over again, which is like honestly a little psychotic, but it's it works for me. <laughs> So I didn't want to waste a ton of paper. So getting an iPad and just getting like notability and then just frantically rewriting like for comm law, communication law last semester, um, I would take my outline, literally just rewrite it over and over again. And then it will kind of like I will remember what piece of information will come after the last one, what term is after this one, because it's just memorization and like physically rewriting it. <laughs> And then I do use Quizlet for Russian, just like remembering like vocab terms, like what chair, table, door, like what those terms mean in Russian and just like trying to remember those so I can get the spelling right too. Quizlet's really helpful for that. That's fair. I, I also agree with the like writing things down over and over again. I kind of do something similar. Um, I am not anything near a good study habit person. I don't study nearly enough and I'm, I'm one of those people who does procrastinate which we will get to soon up to like the last day and I'll get to that last day and I'll just have to cram all day and most of the time it does end up working out pretty well it is very overwhelming which is not a good health healthy thing to do um, but one thing I've always found to help is taking those notes that you've written down and typing them out just like re re go over them and yes. you get to basically read them over again and it kind of enters your brain a bit more because I don't know about you, but when I'm taking notes in class and I'm typing or I'm writing stuff down, I'm not really reading what I'm writing down. It's kind of like an automatic, like, you know, just like an automatic copy machine for a second. And I hate that I do that sometimes, but sometimes, you know, if, if you're, if you're kind of tired one day and or you're just not paying attention or you're zoning out and you're just automatically writing stuff, you will forget most of the stuff you take in a day. So I think reaffirming that in your brain and rewriting it down does help a lot. Um, I experienced that in common law too because I did have communication law as well. And yeah, I can I completely understand that. Um, I had mentioned procrastination. Um, do you suffer from procrastinating as well as I do? I do suffer from procrastination. <laughs> That's probably the worst struggle that I struggle with when it comes to school and academics. It was worse in high school, I will say. It was terrible in high school. I would wait until the morning of. I would rather wake up at 5 a.m. and then start studying for the exam that day instead of like pull an all-nighter or stay up until 3 or 4 a.m. just because I didn't. I wanted to push it off as far as I could. I didn't want to think about it, but I've gotten a lot better with it, and I've just kind of had to learn that that way doesn't suit how I should be studying and how I should be learning. And I think that also caring about the classes that I'm taking now has helped a lot with procrastination. So whenever I get a, an assignment in photojournalism, I want to do it immediately because I want to get that feedback and I want the professor to look at it and be able to say, this is a good photo or go back out there, do something else. And for Russian, I'm learning it so I can speak better to my community with my family. And so kind of studying earlier for that has allowed me to register it better in my brain and just kind of know it immediately instead of just pushing it off last minute not fully understanding the material and then forgetting about it so that way 
on the next exam, which is usually built off of the first exam, then it's so much harder because I have to relearn all of the content on the first exam in order to do well in the second one. And for classes that are not really like that, they're not built off of it, um, it's still really hard because the first one, the first exam is probably like a pre-little requisite for the next exam. And then if the third one has like a unit that has nothing to do with the first two, then it's like you still have to like kind of learn it for the final. So it's like you have to learn all this information anyways, whether it's for the next exam or for the final or for your next class. So I feel like my remedy for procrastination is just looking to the future and realizing that everything that you're learning now is going to be useful for the next step in your academics and in your classes and in your learning. So you might as well get it done early so that way you can get feedback or constructive criticism and learn it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's a fantastic way to look at it as well. And I know you mentioned that you're taking like multiple kind of different subjects and you're taking Russian, you're taking like, you mentioned the com law. And like, I wanted to ask if your approach to studying changes depending on what class you have, because I think, you know, if you say you have a math class, you're going to approach it a completely different way than you if you have a science class or if you have like a writing exam or you have like a, like a Russian exam. Like, how do you approach each one? Or, like, do you, like, take more time for some and then others? And what do you find is, like, the hardest to study for and the easiest? Yeah, so with my more, like, material-based classes, so, like, for comm law, for reporting and writing, for online journalism ethics, which is more just all about reading, I will do the outline, and I will just write down, like, in great detail everything that I can, and I will just rewrite those over and over again. And then any terms that stand out or dates or people or figures or anything, then I will kind of highlight that as well. And I feel like with those classes, it's really easy to study because you just literally have to read it over and over again until you remember it. And then you understand it and comprehend it. And then you can apply it to the questions that they'll ask on the exam and probably in real life, too. Um, For Russian and for all language classes, it's different because... It's not a lot of reading. It's more of grammar, vocab, you're speaking to, you're listening, you're comprehending. And it's a whole other language also, quite literally. (laughs) So you have to kind of learn it in English first, I feel like. And then you have to like learn it in Russian is what my biggest takeaway is with my studying habits in Russian. So I have to learn the grammar case in English, make it make sense in my brain. And as a journalism major, I love English. So it's like really helpful to learn how like language is set up. And then in Russian, you have to like translate it through the vocab that you learn. So Quizlet's helpful to memorize those terms. And then I don't have an outline or anything like that for Russian. I just have practice problems where it's like use this participle in a sentence and then use the who whose phrase in this way so it's just repeating those practices over and over again absolutely and it sounds like i don't know like getting to studying earlier and also like like keep hitting on practice especially with those like the foreign language that sounds very important i really regret something i did i took french classes here uh, at the university of georgia um and i went through three of them for my for my requirements and i feel like I didn't necessarily slack off because I got all A's. Um, I got a B in the last one, but I would study to where I would remember it for the exam. And I feel like I wasn't studying to remember it for life, if that makes sense. Yeah. So 
it's like I can't really comprehend a lot of the stuff I learned because I was just cramming it in my brain. And I completely understand how with a better study habit, you can remember all these things. And this is like in permanently in your brain. And I think that's something I do regret. And it's cool to see how you you were able to like comprehend that stuff and like still remember it and with that study habit. So I think that's very interesting. Switching gears a little bit, um, I also wanted to ask, like, what kind of environment you study in? Well, first off, um, do you do you enjoy studying with people or by yourself? And also, where do you enjoy studying? I'm very curious about. So. It depends how much time I have. So typically I like to go through the content by myself first and then see what I know, what I don't know, what I need more help with. And then I will try to partner with my classmates on the stuff that we don't really know as well and work it out together. So like how we did for Kamla last semester. Yes. We all tried to go through the content first together through our big outline document, and then we will go in and then go through each point, which is super helpful. And then we would spend more time on the things that we didn't understand. Yeah. For context, uh, me, Liz, and uh, Martina Essert, who is the editor-in-chief here at Red and Black right now, all took communication law last semester with Dr. Peters, um, the professor for the Kamal class. And... Um, for each exam, we would meet the day before, and we would go through um, and study in a little study group, a library, the entire night, and amp up for the morning. So that's kind of what Liz was referring to, um, but you continue. Yeah, so that was super helpful because we would just add to the shared Google Doc, and we would just kind of flag things that we didn't really understand, and then go through it together, and then the things that we could help each other with, we will also highlight on that document and do like little little acronyms that we would make up just to remember content and stuff. So that was super helpful to have like another person to bounce back ideas off of. Yeah. And for classes like Russian or photo, more that are like on an individual basis, like assignment heavy, I collaborate with my classmates and I kind of discuss like what they're planning on doing for the assignment. And then I'll go out and do it myself and then show my classmates, show my professor and see what feedback I get. And then for Russian or other foreign language classes, I try to kind of tackle it on myself at first. And then if there's something that I don't understand, then I will turn to a classmate, ask them if they get it. And then chances are they probably do. So super helpful to have people that you can rely on in those classes. So make friends in your class. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. Um, I agree with that completely. I found I always like to have a group to study with instead of studying by myself, mainly for a motivation standpoint. Because seeing other people around me, um, also like gearing up to study, it makes me get more motivated to study myself and having people to like bounce ideas off of and like ask questions and answers. That was for Commonwealth, for example, that was extremely helpful for me. And I feel like that was the most prepared I would be for exams last year. I would also study by myself for other classes. And I just feel like I wouldn't know it as much because I feel like my brain, I need to hear it out loud, if that makes sense. And yeah. hearing from other people and like, It's just really easy to bounce off. So I think everyone's different in that regard. Also, my ideal studying environment. I like having everything with me, all of my notes, everything. And then I also have to have my water bottle with me. I need some kind of caffeinated drink. And then I need just a fun drink, too. So I every time I'm in the library, I feel like I'm fully move in. I bring my headphones. I bring a hoodie, put the headphones over the hoodie. And it's like, this is intense studying for me, (laughs) Um, just for like the bigger exams, like the milestone, like exam one, comm law, 
or the final exam for Russian, I will like go hard in the library for. But for like kind of the smaller ones, I kind of like to be in my room, play some lo-fi beats, have it more chill so I don't freak out over it. And then for the bigger exams, kind of like build it up so I can like make it seem like it's a lot more serious than it really is, just so I can like stay focused and really just learn the material. Absolutely. Do you have any uh, go-to music for, I guess you said lo-fi, but for like the harder ones, you said you get headphones on. What what is your go-to? For the hard exam sessions, I will play um, Views by Drake, um, (laughs) Big Rangs by Drake, huge Drake fan. So that I will play uh, J. Cole, The Off Season, Um, 21 Savage also. They will hype you up to do if there's anything they will do it is hyping you up for an exam (laughs) (laughs) i feel like i'm a person who would get distracted by the hype um maybe on a break i would get into that kind of thing i don't know why but i've always found um my my go-to's because i also listen to music when i study i really like listening to big thief when i'm uh when i'm studying like slower more like calming not calming but i don't know more quieter music like lamelda and florist i'm just shouting out bands i like (laughs) But I think I go with those kind of that kind of like vibe and tone when I'm studying, just so I can focus more on the thing, but also have that mood in the background. Um, that's what I find the most impactful if I am listening to music. Sometimes you do not. Final final like question on this topic though: um, Where do you study the most at on campus, or if it's on campus or it's on off campus? Where's your Where's your go to spot? I really want to gatekeep this place so bad. But it is so good. It's in the main library, the third floor graduate study room. It is so amazing. The vibe in there is just great. They have like floor to ceiling windows. It's kind of smaller too. So it's like a lot cozier. You feel like you're at home. But personally, whenever I need to like study and get out of my space, I will go there. So it's like smaller and it feels homey. And it's just nice. There's other people in there and it's like a silent room and it's not too crowded. Hopefully after this episode, it doesn't get crowded. Yeah, that's my usual go-to, and I'll just sit in one of the chairs that's in front of the floor-to-ceiling window and just stare at people walking by on campus. Whenever I get bored, just stare at them, and then go back to my work and just focus on it, and it's nice to have a little window you can peer out of. That's very nice. I'm going to have to check that place out. I'm sure everyone listening is going to have to check it out, too. I feel like I'm just like a casual MLC goer. Anyone who knows me on campus here sees me in the MLC all the time, so... Um, I'm always hanging out with friends or something, which is not the greatest uh, time to study. It's kind of distracting in a way, but it's very fun as well. I mean, I always like having an upbeat personality around, um, and all my friends are great. Um, So, yeah, that's kind of where I study at MLC. I know the main library is also really nice sometimes, Um, the seventh floor especially because I like the view. But, yeah, I think I agree with that. But kind of rounding out with a few more questions um what is the hardest you've studied for an exam and how well did you do on the exam just out of curiosity does this include high school um this can include high school if you'd like so in high school i took ap chemistry and i took ochem and i was originally a pre-vet major so i was full stem girly so i have had a lot of all-nighters for those classes and it was it was rough because AP Chem was just so hard. It was honestly traumatizing, but learning the material was really confusing. But I had my classmates who were also super confused. It's not like now where everyone like kind of studies on their own. Like high school, I feel like we all study together. 
there was like no like pre-studying or like preparing for the study session which is what I like to do it was just like coming together and being like how much do we not know and then realizing we didn't know anything and then we go home and then pull an all-nighter so that was bad on my part but it was really it was it was a lot but my most recent all-night session was for Russian this past week um (laughs) I that was bad on my part because I did not balance my time well leading up to it so I had work I had this I had visitor's guide production which is coming out soon and I had to pull an all-nighter in order to just get all the material done and I had to turn in some some late assignments as well so I just had to take that time and just study how many all-nighters have you pulled all of them ever Hmm. if you can estimate if I can put a number on it I want to say Maybe, honestly, it doesn't sound that bad now that I say it. Probably like eight. Okay, that's fair. Not too bad. I've come close to some. Like, there will be some 5 a.m., you know, 6 a.m. sessions. That's usually where I lean towards. I need that sleep. Yeah. So. Yeah, even if, like, that sleep's just, like, two hours. more. It's more of, like, a nap. Not really going to bed. No, yeah. I completely understand that. I can't say I've ever pulled an all-nighter, so I don't know how you go about it in, like, the study room. Um, I I don't know how you do go about it in the exam room with all that lack of sleep it's hard yeah oh gosh um but well the final question i want to ask um kind of wrapping everything up all the things you've like all the advice you've given and all the things you've said um midterms are here and i wanted to know uh, a rundown of your midterm schedule this semester and how you're tackling it yeah so i have my midterms are kind of sporadic i have just like an assignment for photo. I have a paper for my online ethics class. I have an exam for Russian. And then I also have, I had a presentation in women's studies, which I was already done with, turned that in. And then I think I have another paper for that as well, just a reflection. So it's not really like things that I could like study for. It's just more of like prepare and do. So I just had to give up my shift at Trader Joe's so I can make time to study and kind of do all the work that entails getting all those midterms done, turned in before spring break. So for Russian, just kind of going through my class notes, my outlines, my quizlets, preparing for that, and just taking the next exam and just getting it done before spring break. And then for my papers, just kind of going through all the material we've learned thus far and writing those papers and just getting it turned in. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for coming down here, Liz, to the studio. Uh, We really appreciate having you, and I hope you have a great midterm. I, I hope so, too. I hope you do, too, Jim and Maya. Thank you guys for having me. This was so exciting. This has been The Front Page. The Front Page is a production of the Red and Black Publishing Company. Make sure to download our app and keep up with us on social media. Don't forget to check out our other weekly podcast, Between the Headphones, a UGA sports podcast. We hope to see you next week.